This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 363 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Howdy, everybody. Glenn Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily on this week of Christmas. Today, we have back with us Dr. Jenny Johnson. She's the one that runs the Oak Hill Shockwave and Veterinary Chiropractic Clinic in Calabasas, California, and she uh, is committed to performance horses and keeping them well and, and doing all that stuff. She, as you know, you've heard her many times here before. She's a regular contributor to the Jumping Radio Show, part of the Horse Radio Network, and this tip is taken off of episode number 41, and it's hosted by Chris Stafford. You can hear the rest of the show by visiting jumpingradio.com. And we're going to be back with Dr. Johnson's uh, health tip right after these words from Equestrian Collections and that last-minute gift buying. What's the perfect holiday gift? It's a gift certificate from EquestrianCollections.com. Let that horse lover in your life buy whatever their little heart desires. We know sometimes it's difficult to buy for horse people, especially this horse husband knows that. You just never seem to get the right thing. Well, you can solve that problem by getting a gift certificate from EquestrianCollections.com. It's not too late. You have until the 24th to hop in there and buy that gift certificate and have it printed out and under the tree for the 25th. So stop on over to questioncollections.com for the perfect gift that keeps on giving. A gift certificate from equestriancollections.com. <laughs> well, on to your really useful tips. I know we, we were continuing our series of um, lameness, weren't we, um, from last time you were here? All right, so today we'll be talking about uh, grading lameness and the, and the quantification of the lameness severity. Sounds good. I think that's a natural natural step from the last installment, so uh, over to you. Okay. Well, as I said, you know, scoring a lameness or giving it a, a quantification is very important, and it's important that this be a standardized uh, system, and the importance of that is so that veterinarians can confer among themselves as well as owners and trainers can be uh, cognizant of what a given score means. So it should be consistent so that it can be scored either within one horse or between horses so that there's an understanding of what uh, each grade of lameness refers to. Now, ideally, it would be nice if this were consistent on a worldwide basis, but currently in the United States or North America, we use a scale uh, from 0 to 5, whereas in Europe, they use a scale that's uh, 0 to 10. Now, I'm, I'm going to go over the lameness grading so that our listeners will have an understanding, and this will be the scoring system that's used in North America. And it's a, a slight modification of the scoring system uh, guidelines that have been put forth by the American Association of Equine Practitioners. So in this most commonly used scoring system for lameness, the scores or the lameness grades are based on observing the horse at the trot in hand on a straight line on a firm or hard surface. So in this 
with these parameters, a lameness score of zero would mean the horse is sound. A lameness score or lameness grade of one would refer to a mild lameness that's observed by the horse is trotted in a straight line. You may see a subtle head nod or a slight uh, pelvic hike in, in uh, the case of a hind limb lameness, but they may be inconsistent at times. Uh, moving on to a grade two lameness, that would refer to an obvious lameness that is observed. There's going to be a consistent head nod or pelvic hike in a horse that's a grade two uh, lame. The grade three lameness would refer to the horse with a pronounced head nod or pelvic hike. And if the horse has a unilateral singular hind limb lameness, a head and neck nod is seen when the diagonal forelimb strikes the ground. In other words, if the horse was lame on the right hind, you would see a head nod and neck nod on the left front at the time of that striking the ground. Moving on in our scoring system, a grade four would refer to a severe lameness with an extreme head nod and a pelvic hike uh, that's present consistently, but the horse could still be trotted. And then finally, our last lameness score would be a grade five, and that would refer to the horse that does not bear any weight on the lame limb. And if trotted, the horse would carry the limb. Now, of course, horses that are non-weight-bearing at the walk should never be trotted. So those, that, that gives our listeners an idea when they hear of a lameness score uh, what those scores refer to. Now, there are a few caveats to go with that scoring system. It, it, the system really does not account for a horse that has a bilaterally symmetrical gait abnormality. And it can be difficult to apply to a horse that has a lameness in more than one limb. So it's most useful in referring to a horse that has a single uh, limb lameness. And it's also important to recognize that most of the horses or many of the horses certainly performance horses that are submitted for evaluation, many of those horses uh, will have a very subtle degree of lameness that may just be reflected as poor performance. And those lameness scores or grades will typically between, be between zero and one. Um, and in some cases, practitioners will also even use a half score. They may say the horse is you know, half a degree lame out of five or one and a half out of five. It's just adding another increment of discrimination between those grades of lameness. But it is important for our listeners to have an understanding of that. So when their veterinarian makes a reference to their horse being a grade two lame, they'll have an understanding of what that means. And also it's important to understand that it's the grade two would be out of five in North America. And so that is sort of the framework that, that we as veterinarians work in and provides a framework for our listeners to have an understanding of the uh, consistency applied to different Severities of lameness. Very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It does give us um, does give us a baseline, doesn't it? And I think that's so necessary. Yes, it is. Just uh, makes things more straightforward. In yeah. Many cases. Yeah, that everyone can relate to. Well, terrific. Well, thank you, Jenny. Very helpful as always. And what do you have in store for us next time? Well, next time we're going to start talking a bit more about lameness detection and some of the. Uh, things we'll be looking for in order to detect uh, lamenesses in horses and, and starting to begin the evaluation of limb flight and how that can be used to detect lameness in horses. Excellent. Well, good. Well, we will catch up with you then in a couple of weeks' time. In the meantime, of course, Christmas will be upon us, so I want to wish you all a very happy holidays from uh, over here at the Horse Radio Network. 
Thanks, as always, to Chris and to Dr. Johnson for, for allowing us to use their tips from the Jumping Radio Show. That was off of Jumping Radio Show episode number 41. You can listen to the rest of that show at jumpingradio.com. Chris has some terrific young riders that are coming on that show. It's very interesting. And if you haven't listened yet, I'd hop on over because uh, it's a lot of fun at jumpingradio.com if you have any interest in jumping at all. So don't forget to stop by our website at horsetipdaily.com for our show notes and links to all all the experts. You can listen to all the experts. If you like one particular expert you can, and you've missed some of their past tips, you can go down the list and listen to them all at once. Just just search for them on the left-hand side of the page there in the drop-down menu. Choose the expert, and all their tips will be lined up in a row for you. You can go back and listen to them a bunch at one time. And, of course, you can download this to i through iTunes or Zoom to, uh, to your iPod or your MP3 player, and you can listen while you're cleaning stalls or on a road trip. I know Helena B., my co-host for the Stable Scoop Radio Show listens to these tips uh, while she's traveling, and that's when she catches up on Horse Tip Daily. One of the nice things about Horse Tip Daily is none of these tips are timely. You can listen anytime you want. They're not time-dated at all. They'll be good next year as they are this year. So stop on by uh, to the website at horsetipdaily.com. And I'd love to hear from you if you think that you have some tips that you'd like to share with uh, our listeners from around the world, 42 countries now. You can drop me an email, glenn at that's Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. We'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone, and wear your helmet. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 